Hey guys, this is Imran from The Wall Away. Real quick guys, we're going to use Patrick Lencioni's Five Dysfunctions of a Team. Great book. I recommend that you all read it to examine the Cavaliers' current situation. The first dysfunction in his book, The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, that he points out is a, is a lack of trust. All right, a lack of trust. Do we have any examples that the Cavs don't trust each other? Absolutely, and we've always had it. All right, if we look at the history of the Cavs, LeBron James left the team in a fashion that most people did not agree with. Yes, he went on to the Miami Heat. Yes, he won multiple championships there and he wound up coming back. But the way he left, the way he gave him the decision, it put a bad taste in the organization's mouth. Now, obviously, they cleaned all that up. They cleared up the air and he came back to the team. But there's that precedent that he can leave at any time. What are some other examples that they don't trust each other? Now, let's look at the fact that Brian Windhorst recently put out a tweet saying he doesn't think LeBron will sign a five-year deal with the Cavs, not for the max. And he doesn't think LeBron trusts the organization after Dan Gilbert traded Kyrie Irving away. All right, LeBron would have preferred if they forced Kyrie to play. What's the issue with that? We know very well that after Kyrie left and he came out on, 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 the, on first take with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, you could clearly see that there were some issues. He was not uh, wanting to speak directly about when it came to his relationship with LeBron James. All right, Players basically even tweeted that, why would you force your way off a team when you just went to the finals and a year before you won the you won in the finals and you were a key contributor to that team. Obviously, there's some other issues that have been going on for Kyrie to have made the decision that he made. All right. Now, we see that LeBron doesn't trust the organization necessarily to make the right moves, even though, in my opinion, he usually winds up getting what he wants. When he wanted Tristan Thompson to get that deal, he got it. When he wanted D-Wade to join the team, he got it. When he wanted different players to be put on, he got it, all right? But for whatever reason, he doesn't trust the team. He doesn't trust the management and the ownership. And we've even seen it with the man, uh, with the ownership. I'm sorry, with the uh, coaching. You had Mike Brown. Then you had David Blatt. And now you got Tyrone Lue. They asked LeBron James recently, do you think Tyrone's going to lose his job or is he going to still be on the team? And he said, I don't know, all right? That for me is a question mark. There's a problem there. There's no trust. Isaiah Thomas came out very recently after he rejoined the team, meaning he started playing again. And he said, we don't trust each other. We don't trust each other on the defensive side. And when I was with Boston, we trusted each other. We played hard and we played better defensively. When your newly acquired uh, all-star borderline superstar, which he was with the Celtics, says this very openly, that means there's some problems going on, guys. There's some problems. All right. And if you don't trust each other, it's going to lead to dysfunction number two, which is the fear of conflict. To put it very clearly, when you don't trust each other, you're not going to be upfront and want to discuss things man to man, face to face. A report came out recently that uh, key members of the Cavaliers, they basically think that they will not turn the ship around this year and that they will either not compete for or win the NBA championship. When you've already waved the white flag, you know that there are problems, okay? Now, you've had different people going to their own confidants or going to the media to discuss their displeasure with the roster, their displeasure with certain players, their displeasure with management or coaching, but they can't, or we don't know. They don't, it doesn't seem like they're doing it face-to-face, man-to-man, uh, having player-only meetings, trying to tackle these things internally. And something to discuss for another podcast, which will be, how teams are functional. And we're going to talk about the San Antonio Spurs in that podcast. But for now, let's stick to the Cavs. All right. So obviously, they don't trust each other. There's a fear of conflict. 
And obviously, when there's a fear of conflict, you don't you don't open up, you don't really express what you want to to each other. There's some resentment that builds up and maybe finally an explosion. And I think that's what happened with Kyrie Irving. He finally couldn't take anymore and he demanded to be off the team. That leads to dysfunction number three, which is a lack of commitment. Again, if you don't trust each other and you don't feel comfortable fighting or arguing with each other, guess what, guys? You're not going to commit. And what do we have? People probably are not committing to their defensive rotations. People are blaming others. Um, people probably want off the team. People are making excuses that they don't have the right roster. Even though you have one of the deepest teams in the league, you got Tristan Thompson. You got Kevin Love, who's always disrespected and disregarded. Again, his, names are, his name is always involved in trade talks. Again, it goes back to LeBron James, the captain. From the beginning, there had been issues where LeBron basically called out Kevin Love. Uh, he kind of did it with Kyrie. It seems like to, it seems like there's a pattern when things don't go right with the Cavaliers, all right. And when there's no commitment to the goals, there's no commitment to the mission, and more importantly, there's no commitment to each other. Dysfunction number four, ladies and gentlemen, the avoidance of accountability. And what have the Cavaliers done recently? A lot of the blame has been gone, or a lot of the blame has gone to Isaiah Thomas. He's not as good defensively as Kyrie Irving is. What you didn't know that before? They showed happiness to some extent when they brought him on and they got Jay Crowder in the deal as well. Another very good player. But now when things are not going your way, it's because this guy doesn't play defense or it's because this guy isn't the player you thought he was. Well, he just came back from hip surgery. It's going to take time for him to get back in his groove. And number one, even before he came back, you were already in the third spot in the East. You can't put all the blame on him. You can't put all the blame on Kevin Love, uh, on J.R. Smith, on Imam Shumpert, on Kyle Crover on all these different people that you have on the team, right, that came to play for a championship and that came to play with LeBron James. At the end of the day, it has to go back to the other dysfunctions and it has to go back to the mission, the vision, and the commitment to those things from the team, all right? So when you don't have trust and you, you're afraid to speak your mind and you don't commit and you avoid accountability, which I think is the biggest problem facing the Cavaliers right now, and it has to start with ownership management and the star player, they got to eat the share the lion's share of that responsibility, you're going to have the biggest problem, which is dysfunction number five, and inattention to results or individual goals over team goals. Very recently, I think about two weeks ago in the beginning of January, Tyrone Lue came out and said he thinks LeBron is being a little bit past happy. He's thinking about his assist more than he's thinking about necessarily the W or the overall team goal. Guys, that's a problem. When your leader and your superstar is thinking about his assist and racking up his assists, that means that type of culture or that type of uh, need to put the individual goal over the team goal is going to permeate through the rest of the organization and to the other team members. And when you have the problems you're facing now, that is not what we want. I'm not trying to blame LeBron for all of this. Obviously, we know he's a great player, if not the greatest in our generation, but also there are some patterns with him when things don't go well that I I would say as, as a Chicago Bulls fan from, from the old days, you didn't see with Michael. You don't see with San Antonio. You don't see with uh, Tim Duncan, right? Even Kobe, Kobe Bryant, to a large extent, was not like this. That's another issue. We're going to discuss the Cavaliers in extent in my full-length podcast where we take these dysfunctions, we break them down, and we do a proper case study of their current situation. This was just meant to be a, a quick summary of what's going on to use these five dysfunctions from Lencioni and to examine the Cavs current situation again can the Cavs turn it around I think they could but I don't think they will 
Uh, there's a pattern of avoiding accountability, a lack of commitment, and uh, a lack of trust. And we've seen superstar caliber players like Kyrie Irving forcing his way out. We've seen issues between Kevin Love and LeBron James. And, you know, in the end, we've seen LeBron leave before. There's been rumors all year about LeBron going to play for the Lakers. Last week, Stephen A. Smith and I believe uh, Jalen Rose said that he probably should go to the Spurs. When you're Cavalier players and you're the management of the Cavs and you continue to hear this, you're not going to trust LeBron, your captain. You're not going to trust each other. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know how you liked it. Let me know what you think. Please share your comments. And I look forward to sharing the full-length podcast with you. Thank you.